0: In the first four minutes of this episode, Donna shares a story about the cowboy that got away, a transfer to Campbell High School in Smyrna, when Donna was an upperclassman. I say the cowboy was wanting a little more than kissing when they rode through the monster plantation at Six Flags over Georgia. Donna compares their summer romance to Sandy and Danny from Greece. At the 15-minute mark, you'll hear these words, owls sit crisscross applesauce. Yeah, don't miss that one. And you can rent the jacks to join you for a night out on the town. Learn how that can become a reality. As we wrap this episode, reach out to us for pricing. Specific terms, conditions, restrictions, and limitations apply. And limit four per customer. Unless we don't get freaky. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things that you're already talking about with your family and your friends. Conversations about current events and pop culture and music. Plus, endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. Episode 281 for Thursday, August 11th.
1: My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, we got the really sad news um, about Olivia Newton-John. And she had passed away. And it was just so sad for me because Greece was such a huge part of my life when I was growing up because I'm old. So, like, I'm thinking about you with Greece. Like, when did you first become aware of that? Never seen it. What? What are you I've saying? Never, I've never seen it. I have had so many people reach out to me today. They're like, how can this man be in music and not know who Joni Mitchell
0: is? To define how. So many people that was give me a roundabout number, it's just people shocked, shocked.
1: Yeah, four anyway. Um, and two of them are married, but anyway, you've never seen Greece. No, are you sure I'm you positive. haven't seen I know her name's
0: Sandy, right?
1: Yeah, okay. Well, you know, like, so her and um, John Travolta just kind of had like they weren't married, they were obviously married to different people, but they'll always be Sandy and Danny.
0: Were they in high school?
1: It, where for Greece in a movie, yeah. Yes, don't you remember? Like Not Danny, again. so Danny's know. hair was all slicked back, and he met Sandy and the she beach. A, she and she was, was a ring girl. She was from Australia, and then remember, oh
0: well, she was a pink girl,
1: right? Well, she she kind of got in with that group, but at the end, like this was the best part. You know, at the end where like everything had gone on and it was Danny Zuko. And then he, you know, they met during the summer and he was so sweet to her. And then he pretended like he didn't know her when high school time came around. And then all of the the girls took her in. And, you know, like, I, I knew every word to the Greek soundtrack, Hopelessly devoted to you.
0: I want to play you something real quick. Uh, Kelsey Ballerini. Oh my gosh. Took to Instagram. Her husband, Morgan Evans, is is from Australia. Correct. Country artist. Morgan Evans. Listen to this. She had to have been in a shower or something. But
1: now, there's to hide, since you pushed my life aside, out of my head. Hopelessly devoted to to that right you. That's definitely better than my version. I'm hopelessly devoted. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, goodness gracious, Kelsey Ballerini. Unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable. So Grease came out in uh, 1978. I remember going and sitting in the theater to see it. Um, She was Sandy Olsen. You know, she, it was just, I mean, it was just like so, and you know why it struck me so much? Because I'm not going to say his name, but there was this guy, and I did this to him. I met him at Six Flags. Here we go. I have one person, a couple of people probably who are listening from high school. Allison, you know where I'm going with this. And I met him at Six Flags over the summer. And I'm just going to say his name was Robbie. And he was moving in from, like, Midwestern, okay? And, I mean, he was a cowboy. Like, cowboy boots, belt buckle. And this was the 80s, okay? So, like, most of the time I was into the band, guys. You know?
0: Like, like marching band?
1: No. Long hair. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was totally different. So, I met him at Six Flags. And he was going to come to our school, our high school, and... We kind of started like nothing dirty, but just like started, I don't don't know what we did because we couldn't text, we couldn't talk. I think we just like would, I don't even know, we'd go to Six Flags and ride ride, roller coasters and maybe like Kissing the Monster Plantation. But anyway, and I was so unsure of whether he was going to be, like if people were going to find him odd because he was so different, because he was like Western, you know?
0: Or like a new ride in Six Flags.
1: Yeah, so I was like, are people... And and this is so shallow of me that then I kind of like broke up with him before school started. Right. What are you saying? And he ended up dating other people and he became like really popular. And then I was mad because I had kind of dumped him.
0: Right, because he had cowboy boots. And you were concerned more about the people around you. Accepting him. Yes. Then you're accepting him.
1: So I was like Danny Zuko. But anyways. Who's that? Oh my gosh. John Travolta in Grease. Oh, okay. But everyone knows, like the pinnacle of the movie, the best part is, not Grease Lightning. I mean, that's good too, like when those boys are out there dancing. But the best part of the movie is at the end when the carnival comes and here comes Sandy in her tight leather pants, her hair's all curly, she's gotten her a perm, she's got on her leather jacket. And she's like, come on, boy. And then it starts like, you're the one that I want.
0: You ooh, wanna... I do know that one. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I know that.
1: I mean, it's so good. It is so good.
0: Is, is this the movie where they had the standoff in the alley? The two groups are going to fight. No. What was that?
1: I don't know. I'll get back with you on that. I don't know. I, just, I can't imagine that you haven't seen Grease but anyways i thought it was very sad and um john travolta left um like a really sweet um you know instagram post and they they obviously were still in communication you know together and he just said you know sorry i've got it right here he said my dearest olivia like anytime somebody starts with that you made all of our lives so much better your impact was incredible i love you so much we will see you down the road and we will all be together again. Yours from the first moment I saw you in forever. You're Danny. You're John. I always thought they would get together. They may have. Like in real life. And remember then when she did physical and she had on that?
0: Leotard. Leotard. Yeah, I can remember that. Now. She's
1: jumping all around. Yeah, be sweaty. Because she was, well, she was never like, she was always the girl next door. Just so sweet. And she always kind of had that like sweet sexiness going. You know, it wasn't like wholesome,
0: Very wholesome. over the
1: top. Yeah. <laughs> Xanadu. Xanadu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: had it on the. Uh,
0: I had it on the forty-five. Let's get to
1: physical.
0: Let me hear your body talk. Call. I had a poster in my room growing up. I John. in New John. Yeah, on my wall a lot of people had one. Yeah, it's my Smurfs.
1: New your fair faucet. Yep. Did you have a fair faucet one?
0: Uh probably. I've heard yeah, that
1: bathing yeah, suit. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah.
0: Many may be wondering what happened. Uh, she was diagnosed with breast cancer 25 years ago. Yeah, actually, longer than that. She was in remission for 25 years. Remission for 25 years, Donna. Yeah. And then uh, five years ago, the cancer came back, spread to her lower back. She. Died peacefully at her home in uh, Southern California at a ranch with family and friends. Monday, it's about 2 o'clock Eastern, Monday afternoon. Five decades of music. Close to 40 entries on the Billboard Hot 100. 40 different songs. And she won ACM, Female Vocalist of the Year, in 1974. The ninth Annual Academy of Country Music Awards. The winner is... Olivia Newton-John. So here comes some record guy from MCA Listen to this. You are a long ways from Olivia Newton-John, but we're glad you're here. Well, thank you so much. We at MCA are very, very proud. And that was it. Now, there was Is that a, Louis Newman? No, it was not Louis right. Newman. There was a backlash in 1974 from Nashville because they, there were a lot of artists back then that did not think that she should we're have f- won. Yeah, female vocalist of the year. She was also nominated for Entertainer of the Year.
1: Well, she got her start in country. She I mean, always
0: loved country. Yeah. She was a presenter uh, as recently as uh, three, four, four years ago. She yeah. was in Nashville presenting. Yeah, at the CMAs.
1: just a sweet person, you know. And I, I just it feels like some like we've talked about. It's um, it is like the people when people that you kind of it feel young start to pass. It just starts to make you feel really like vulnerable and old. So just, um, yeah, very sad. There's this funny, like, meme going around, and it's about, like, what do you call things in the South? So I thought I was going to give you, like, this um, kind of – it's not, like, really a quiz, but it's just, like – how do people in the South pronounce things? Okay.
0: Okay. I don't, I don't test well.
1: Do you remember the little, like the meme a long time ago where it was the little kitty cat just sitting at the table staring and it was the girls yelling, but then the kitty cat was yes. just all you like, can't cool. get all, yeah. yeah.
0: If you've never seen a meme before in your life, you've seen that.
1: Yeah. So we'll put this one in the letter. But um, so here we go. The women are saying, All of you guys. What do you say in the South? Y'all. Yeah. All y'all. Yeah. Okay. And then the women are saying, Aluminum foil. What do you call it in the South? Foil. Tim foil. Tenfold, tenfold, yeah, full. Yeah. Okay, pecans or what do you say, in South? Pecans. That's right. Huh. You are so good at this because yep. you're I'm southern. A southern boy. How do you say, um, Kate? Okay, uh, okay, tell me how you say um, the Mexican food that's rolled up. Quesadilla. But no, the other one that you say is so Southern that I think is so cute. Enchilada. Enchilada is not an enchilada. It's an no, enchilada. It's like enchilada.
0: My mama used to make enchiladas.
1: Now, if you have if you have a fever, what do you have? You're running a what?
0: Depends. Could be anything from COVID to. No, okay. box. To, oh, you're I'm running sorry, a right
1: temperature. Okay. And then that's my older sister's clothes. What are those called? Hand me downs. That's right. Not hand me downs. Hand me downs. Hand me. H A M M Y. You got that? Yeah. Okay. It's a Chester. It's a chest.
0: We've been here before.
1: Okay. It's a chest of drawers. What is it? It's
0: a Chester drawer. Chester doors. Chester doors. Chester the cat. Yeah.
1: Yep. Okay. It's a sleepover. It's really a what?
0: Depends. It's a spend a night. Yes. Spend the night. Yes.
1: Okay. And it's a sneaker. What's it called? Tennis shoe. A tennis shoe. You got every one of I'm them right. Socialist. I'm a southern boy. Had you seen this or no? No.
0: Unapologetically. Okay, I've got
1: one for you. What is the city down in South Georgia that starts with an A? Albany. That's right. It is not... Albany. Albany is yeah. in New York. It's Albany. Albany,
0: Georgia. Do not get that mixed up. That's where Luke, Luke Bryan's mama lives. That's
1: right, Albany. I
0: think she moved to Nashville. But that's where she's lived. I think she's
1: in Florida, actually, 38.
0: That's all you got? That's fun. funny games are done, huh?
1: Well, I'll tell you another meme that you just don't seem to have any interest in lately.
0: I'm not a meme person.
1: Here's what I think's happening. I'm not a meme person. I think what's happening with my memes and my TikToks is I send so many to the kids and you uh-huh. and Will. Although Will did reach out about this one, that they're just kind of going unnoticed. And right, I, it kind right. of makes me mad. Well,
0: it's like, like John Galuccio used uh-huh. to tell me. John okay. Galuccio yeah. owned the Buckboard Country Music Showcase mm-hmm. in Atlanta.
1: I've told you this before, too. But and it's called uh, making the turn.
0: John Galuccio also managed country artists, including Mark Wills, for years and years and years. And John's still around. Was a huge influence in my life. And, and when I was, I got here to Atlanta when I was 19, uh, 20, I could get into the buckboard, and they kind of looked the other way. 21 through 25, I was there every single night of the week. I, I created nights. I was there eight nights a week. One night, John Galusha pulls me aside, and he says, "Caddy, listen, I think that if you were here just two nights a week, maybe, your presence would be something of a... Uh,
1: a present. Right. Yeah, people, people would
0: miss you more. When you're here all the time... It's not special. It's not special at all. And and I really kind of took that to heart. And about six years later, I started to adopt that policy, but it took a while. Uh, maybe the same thing with your memes. Um, less is more, maybe. Well, I mean, or the ones, just the premium ones, are the ones that you um. But you, this you send this
1: one kind of made me mad because it was it was educational and it was also adorable, um, okay. and it was the one that I sent you last night, and you were like, "What is this?" And it was a, it's four boxes, oh God, I mean, and we'll put it in the letter this week, huh, okay? In case you were wondering. This is what owls look like when they lay down. And I sent you this meme and I said, look That's at I said, look at these little legs. These little legs are adorable. And then you I was our
0: 23 year old son. Is this the one he responded to? Yes. What did he say?
1: He said well, and there's another one that I also sent. Well, okay, yeah. I'll tell you this. I I sent this meme to all of y'all. Got nothing. Nothing from Charlotte, nothing from Olivia. Our right. two daughters, read the room. Nothing from you, not not even one thing.
0: No, I I, I, I I'm sure. Yeah,
1: actually, and then I even put under it. Look at their cute little legs. So then I doubled down and I said, Well, to hell with it. I'm gonna send this to Will because when y'all see this in the letter this week, these uh. legs that are splayed out on these owls, y'all are gonna die. This is how Al sleep, and he texts me back and he says, Is this real? And I text back and I said, can you believe it? This is actually how owls lay. They don't I'm not done. Your dad didn't seem interested at all. Okay. He texts me back with like the little laughing that. face emojis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he says, um, I, I love your memes. Uh-huh. This is very funny.
0: Will's, Will's coming home this weekend. So then I double. He, he needs money or something.
1: So then I double down. And I sent him this other meme, which I'm right. also going to provide yeah. to you for the letter, mm-hmm. that says, did you know? That owls sit crisscross.
0: Donna, they don't. though.
1: Okay. Yes, they, they do. Don't. Owls they don't sit crisscross. They, applesauce.
0: Owls owls sit in barns. They don't okay. lie down like okay. in that, that. First. Okay. They Here don't. it comes I, I've to been you. I don't, I don't need to see it. Nope. Please No, I'm sending it to you. I get enough from you every day. My, I'm, I'm, I'm you. I'm sending it to you. <clears throat> I'm going to put like there's going to have to be like a gigabyte barrier on the amount of stuff you can send a day. Um,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you about this other meme right. no, that I got the other day. Please don't. No, because this is this is appropriate for what you say all the time, okay, uh, or what you don't say. Let's see. Let me find it. Yeah. Hold on. I was one. raised
0: around owls my entire life, okay? They used to be my granddaddy and grandmama's barn.
1: I bet if you looked it and up, they, does I'd an never, owl have, sit crisscross applesauce? Okay, no, Don't
0: stop, stop.
1: Okay, here's another meme I never saw you.
0: one of the owls laying down. We used to go look for owl poop in the hay.
1: I know. I I I did the owl pellet. Yeah, science I, lab yeah, right, right, at the high right, right. Yeah, at, okay, the, right, at the so at the, one so of the schools. Well, I
0: was in barns all the time with owls, and yeah. I never once saw them splayed out like that meme.
1: Okay, here's the here's the last meme
0: that I'll share. Yeah, well, it with you. won't be though. Ready? It won't be.
1: Get you a man who replies to all parts of the paragraph
0: you sent him. But that would d- d- no, no, no. I'm not. No, that that would take days to to construct the reply to a text message that could be in an Anne Rhine novel. Break it up. If you're going to send that, like break First it up all, a
1: little it's bit. First of all, it's Anne
0: Rice. No, Just it's a, not. Yes, it is. No, it's Anne. She wrote, she wrote the book about the Scarlet Letter girl. Or
1: well, something. I'm talking about the vampires.
0: I don't care. Anyway, break it up. If you're going to send all that, break it up a little bit so that it can be digested, processed, and, and responded to. actually not to.
1: telling the story properly because I send you stuff for like the pod and everything most of the time. So that's that's why your mean why your texts are so long. But I mean I just don't understand. Like and so when I sent this one about the little owl that sits crisscross applesauce, I said to Will, here's one more for you. And he says, keep them coming. No,
0: he did he's coming home this weekend. He wants money. I'm telling you. You he want he's gonna bring right home laundry, just dump it in the kitchen and be gone. It'll be at it. Zach Gordon's quicker than it took him to drop that laundry that's pretty quick. You like this one? No Have
1: on, 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 you ever sent me a meme? A, on,
0: a, on, Do you know what my memes are right now on my phone? Mm. My memes are depressing. Okay. And they're sad. Why?
1: Is somebody sending you depressing, sad memes? No, not at all. You... You harvest depressing sad memes? In, in
0: a way, sort of, yes. Okay. Um, I'm doing a project right now. just started a project. And it has to do with the Texas school shooting oh, okay. on May 24th. And so the movie that I'm producing, I've decided that I'm going to include memes. And yes, believe it or not, with the Uvalde Texas school shooting, there were memes that went around. Not funny memes, but serious memes about what's wrong with the world today and things like that. And in the movie, I've decided I'm going to have a portion of the movie that has memes in it to make a point. Let me show you one. I included... Okay, you send me the damn owl. They cannot cannot sit crisscross applesauce. They can't.
1: He's sitting crisscross applesauce.
0: That's that's, that's a Photoshop. Let's move on. Let's move on. I'll send you some memes that I'm looking at, but they're they're depressing.
1: Well, that sounds exciting. Very
0: sad. Yes, very, very, very. Okay. Sometimes the innocence of a child can be an example of how adults should act, especially when a mistake is made. 42-second clip you're going to hear right now. This is from a Little League World Series game from Tuesday of this week. Southwest Regional Championship, Texas, East, and Oklahoma. This is an act of compassion. This is an act of true sportsmanship. Batter Isaiah Jarvis struck in the helmet by a crazy pitch from Caden Shelton, who is on the mound for Texas East. This is the play-by-play in real time. Oh, look out. Wow, that is a tough kid right there. Fast pitch, Tommy. Fa- You've seen the video. Fast pitch. Kid goes down. He makes his way to first base. He eventually takes off his helmet, tosses it to the ground, well, begins to walk to the mound. And I'm wondering as I'm watching the video the first time wait a minute. Is this
1: is really cool because as a pitcher,
0: Bubs looks shaken up right now because of what he did. And look at Zay Jarvis. This is such great sportsmanship. He wants Jarvis, to know that the kid okay, that got hit, that goes fine. to the mound. Hey, look at me. You're doing great. That's him look saying to the pitcher, right, you're, doing you're doing great. You're doing great, man. Don't worry about it. I'm yeah. going to be fine. You're doing great. The pitcher's in tears. He's, he's, he's shaken. He's upset that he struck this batter with that ball.
1: I know, and you would almost think like he would be, like the pitcher who hit him would be like consoling the
0: person you he think, hit. You, you no, I think, don't mean that in a bad way, but no, 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 no. he was so upset. The kid goes from first base to the mound and gives him a hug. So sweet. Standing ovation.
1: You know what I love about the story, except everything, is that stories like this, when kids see them, even if, this is going to sound crazy, even if this is going viral, which it is, everyone's talking about it, if that makes someone treat someone kinder because they'll get, they think they may get their viral moment, that's still good. Or if it just makes kids realize that it's cool to be kind or, or whatever, then that's good too. But it's just, um, I just love the fact that there are real life role models, even with kids, you know, showing people how to do things with grace and compassion. I just love it. I love it.
0: And this kid I do not think the kid that got hit, I'm sure he knew that this game was being televised, I guess on Comcast four twenty or something. I don't know. But I I do not believe that the reason that he went to console the pitcher and to give him a hug and to say, Hey man, you're doing great. I don't think it was because He he was on TV or he thought it would become a viral moment. I do not think that at all.
1: So it reminded me of, you know, when you're a parent and you I've sat I sat at so many like games of wills and you know, where he played baseball and basketball and all these things. And then, you know, Olivia's softball games and even Charlotte. I remember there was um, a girl on, it was so funny because when, um, when Olivia and Charlotte both played rec ball, um, softball was Olivia's sport. I mean, she was just, she was really, really good at it. She was a great catcher um, and just a great player, great hitter. Um, And, you know, Charlotte played also and she, Charlotte was good, but she was younger and she came along behind Olivia. And she, you know, I think it was kind of always, she plays tennis now. It was kind of always hard. It's hard to follow in like your big sister's shadow or your brother's shadow. When, Especially when they're very, very good. When they're very, very good and people talk about them and they see them at the park and you know, all that kind of stuff. But I'll never forget. It was kind of funny. Charlotte on the three teams she played on. I don't know if you remember this. They went to the championship every time and they won like twice and Olivia played wreck ball and they never made it to a championship game and she would get so mad and then obviously when she went to play travel ball they started winning sometimes and sometimes they didn't but there was a girl on charlotte's team and this girl never got a hit never got a hit and i mean it was just like it was almost painful and i don't mean this in a bad way when she would come up to bat because you just knew it wasn't going to go her way because it was her first year playing and you just you know and everybody was really encouraging but i just think it was like she had almost given up. And then in the championship game, I don't know if you remember this story.
0: I'm trying to remember it.
1: She was, she didn't hit, but she was, and she would drop balls and stuff. Cause again, she was a new player. Anyway, she was out in the outfield and the other team, and it's literally down. Like if this team hits this, you know, home run, it's over. We're going home. Cause I think we were in like overtime or something. And this rocket gets hit to the outfield. And I'm not gonna say the girl's name, but everybody in the stands was like, oh God. I mean, under their breath, because packing you just, up,
0: packing up, getting their a, chairs, gathered. And and
1: some of us were ready to move on, and we, it wasn't that we were going to like not have to play another game on another day, but it was just like, this kid is going to have to like endure some therapy because why are they hitting it to this girl?
0: For, for the, the fact that they know she's not going to. Well, it. no, I
1: don't think they did. I mean, she just hit it out there. She puts her glove up in the air, catches the ball. It's like a hail mary. And and like does a dive, yep. catches remember. the ball, and we were all just like, "Is it going to stay in her glove? Is it going to stay?" In her? And it did, and they ended up winning. And the whole team, not only our team, but the team from the other side, because when you're playing rec ball, you play these teams over and over and over again, and they had gotten to the point where they knew this girl was never going to like hit anything or catch well, anything. My
0: point exactly. That's what yes. We hit it
1: over there. So the both teams, the benches cleared out, and they went over there and they picked her up. And I have to believe, as I sit here today, probably seven years later, if when that child, when that girl, that young girl, even gets older, and someone says. You know what was just one of the greatest moments? That will be one of them, because it's like, you know, for somebody who was like the underdog, and then all of a sudden you just like she was like lifted up. You know, I'll tell you another story. Um, so Will was trying out for this all-star baseball team.
0: He was when was this?
1: <laughs> when he was like five. He was good. He was a good player baseball, and he made it. He ended up making it. He was playing like um, shortstop, and this ball this got hit so hard and it took a bad bounce and it went, it like hit him in the nose and he fell over and I just like ran onto the field because I'm like, oh my God, you know, Jesus hurt or whatever. But as we've talked about, I'm Will's stepmother. Well, from the other side, his mom comes pouring out onto the field
0: and her culottes and
1: and so the, um, Sandals. the, the guy who was, he wasn't the coach, you know, they were trying out. The guy was like, at first when I ran out onto the field, he's like, mom on the field, mom on the field. Cause you know, you're not supposed to be on the field. And then he sees his mom running from the other side. And he's like, okay, I think there's another mom on the field. There's another mom on the field. And I'll never forget this. Like I'm out there. Like, so I kind of backed off because then she's on the field. You know what I mean? And I heard that, um, the other coach that came out to talk to the coach, this coach, he was like, do you think they're married? Like me and your ex wife.
0: Huh. How about that?
1: You know, like we were two moms, like momming, which there's nothing wrong with, but you know what I mean? Like of all the people, if I'm that gonna be, be moming with that I'm gonna be a lesbian with. Should be the last. It ain't gonna be hard. Yeah, okay. No you know?
0: Wouldn't be worth your time. Uh uh-uh. uh. Trust me.
1: Yeah. So that's my little story great time. Story,
0: great yeah. story. Uh-huh. Two you, follow, two follow follow-ups. What you got? Well, I got well, not about that. I got two okay. follow ups real quick. hmm You were talking about Josh Brooks, the Georgia A D athletic director last episode. Yes. I saw a story today. Um, and you, you, your, your story was about him saying, you need to be able to jump in at any time and, and, and...
1: Take control. You know, if,
0: if you manage people that work a register, you need to be able to work, too. You, know, you need to yes. be able to ha- you know, use all of the different systems and things that your employees use. You should be able to jump in at any time. Qantas Airlines, Australia's biggest airline, they're asking for the next three months that people in upper management positions become baggage handlers. Oh, boy. That they volunteer... Says air travel is now returning to the pre-pandemic levels. they having a problem finding people work, you know, people to work, and so they're asking. This is more of got to have people you know, bodies type thing, but they're asking people to volunteer. I saw it right how much it was, but um, and uh, at least three days a week, stacked luggage on luggage carts. Oh boy! At airports throughout Australia. Can you imagine? I think it's a great idea, though.
1: Well, I do too. It's kind of like that undercover boss.
0: Well, that's, that's kind of the, the, the article that I found was framed that way. As a matter of fact, the headline is Qantas launches the worst undercover boss reboot is <laughs> the headline. I think it's a great idea. You should know how to stack luggage. Yeah. If you're a senior manager at, at Qantas airlines, I, I think agree. you should, you know, I'll tell you about that. Undercover it also, it also shows humility. Team, yeah. That, well, but, but teamwork and teamwork, and, yeah, all, all that, that you're
1: not too good Right. now. I'll tell you a little story about that undercover boss. I always like you always always wanted like some undercover boss to come in, like at some job I was working for, but I really was never in that kind of situation. But because you knew if if they were asking you like if some boss came in and say you're working at Arby's, okay, and you're just like slicing that meat, slicing that meat, you know, have that meat slice that goes back and forth. Right through there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like this guy shows up and he's new, but he seems very interested in your story and not like about just trying to get you into the cooler. You know what I mean? Like those kind of bosses. Exactly right yeah. Now. But he's like, well, so tell me why you work here. And you're like, well, you know, my mother's sick and I've got 14 kids. And I'm just, you know, I just show up here every day and I have 10 other jobs. And I mean, it's like really a sad story. Sure. And he, this person, he or she, has on like a bad wig. And they're invested in your story. Like when you go home that night, you're like, like you call your boyfriend. Well, I'd Like
0: Google CEO of Arby's, you know, or whatever. Well,
1: see, I don't think I would. But what I would call, I'd be like, Jimmy, we're getting ready to hit it big. And Jim would be like, why? Because they're filming undercover boss. Because this man who says his name's Ted, yeah. and he's the new district manager, showed up.
0: His piece was sideways. His
1: piece was sideways. He had on a Rolex, and he was very <laughs> invested in my story. And so, you know how at the end, they would always give them like, yeah. okay, your kid's college is free. Tuition and cars. Yeah, you need a new car. You know, but I also sometimes like, I would think that the person would be like, is that all you can do, Jim? Because sometimes well, thought, it wasn't a lot.
0: It wasn't. It's interesting you bring that up, and we've not had this conversation. But I, thought, I always felt the same thing about that show. It was either a lot or not a whole lot.
1: And it was almost a lot for the people that didn't seem like they need a lot. Yeah. But then the people that need a lot, they're like, there "We're going to give a minimum you some buy-in." Like CBS yeah. should
0: have made you commit. You being the company, you should to have
1: a made million dollars, or maybe so, a
0: half. You know, cash mm-hmm. half. Yeah. Which is two fifty after taxes, and not a little less. You know.
1: Yes, but I do agree, as we digress, that if you own a company, you can do your own undercover boss. You really You can, should, and you, you know? should.
0: Go stack some luggage.
1: Yeah, or just come out. I mean, I will say, I like, too. my my um, my boss for my main job, like, he builds shelves. He built me two tables.
0: I was very impressed with that.
1: I mean, and this man is, like, running a corporation and built me two tables. And the story from the tables is we have a lot of interns that come in for the summer from all different colleges. And I was joking with these interns, and I'm like... So how did it feel to build the tables? And they're like, you know what? This is one of the biggest life lessons we've learned. Biggest
0: takeaways also from the internship, I bet.
1: Yeah, and not jokingly, they meant it. Because one of them said, my dad's never taught me to build a thing because he like runs this big company. And, you know, again, the art of using your hands and, and learning to do things for yourself. I mean, he easily could have gone and bought two tables at an estate sale somewhere. That's not the point of it. And I have to tell you, I appreciated him so much more because of that. I just found it fascinating because, I mean, I can't build a table. Can you build a table? Here's the thing about you. Okay. You can do a lot more than you, like, with your that kind of stuff than you give yourself credit.
0: Right. I've gone through life with that same, same uh, way of thinking.
1: But, I mean, like, sometimes you'll be like, oh, you know, I don't know how to do that. But I've seen you, like, you can change a tire. There are things you I don't can know
0: do. I, I could. I could. I'd prefer not to.
1: I'd prefer not to drive on the car that you changed the tire. But, I mean, you could give it a good good effort.
0: Give it a good effort doesn't mean that it'd be drivable.
1: I think the biggest issue is, like, you, you want to do it, but, uh-huh. like, when it goes too long, then you give I, up. I do.
0: I, I'm very impatient.
1: That's the problem. I'm very impatient. It's not I'm the impatient. know-how. It's the impatience. And then that's uh-huh. when the kids' bikes would fall apart because you would give up before all the bolts got in.
0: You're right, I would. You're right, I would. And then they'd forever have one pedal. And if you go down to the garage right now, I bet you'd find three bikes with one pedal and not a single chain in sight. And a big old Tupperware bin of rogue, random parts of all sizes and shapes. and
1: But that doesn't bother you.
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Those are spares. The ones in the Tupperware bin are spares. That's what I tell myself. That's why, this, why it doesn't bother me. Those are spares. Those are meant to be there just in case. A pedal should fall off or something. Yeah. People magazine in this story is quoting a source. I, eh, I you know, people... Used to not do sort did not used to ever cite sources. They do it all the time now because they got to keep up. Pete keep Davis, up with who? Um, these these other emerging like news cycles, yeah, with well, the media outlets, that, TMZ quote a source in a skinny minute and make the shit up, you know. Yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson, in the headline. Pete Davidson has been in trauma therapy due to Kanye West's online harassment. Source. What do you think about this? Listen,
1: I, I think it, I mean honestly, like he, well, Pete's kind of a flower, like a. Uh, 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 what do you call that? A lily. Like yeah. he's a little, you know, he gets his feelings hurt a lot. However, supposedly Kanye ran, like, put some fake headline up that, like, he was dead or on something. On Instagram. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, here, here's my thing. on the, Here's my thing about this. Pete Davidson wasn't in therapy when he was making jokes about Kanye's mental health. True. In the past year. Pete Davidson was not in trauma therapy when he would send Kanye pictures in bed with his wife. He, he also did the same thing with Mac. With Ariana, 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 Ariola what's her name? Ariana Grande. Ariana. Ariana.
1: Well, and Matt Miller's not with us anymore.
0: Right, he's not. But back when they were together, yeah, when he was, when Matt Miller was still alive and, and, and Pete was in that, you know, he, he would kind of do the same thing to Matt. I, I, so I. It's
1: almost like he can dish it out, but he can't take yes, it. Yes,
0: and I don't like that about people. Yeah. I don't like that about people. If If you don't, if you don't want to take it, then don't dish it out. Yeah. But if you dish it out, you must be prepared and able and willing to take it
1: my biggest question and takeaway from this whole mess this kim kardashian pete davidson mess is did anybody number one think it was going to last but number two what's he going to put now on this he has a tattoo that says my girl's a lawyer i guess that could just be anybody i mean his
0: got a date lawyer i guess now
1: he only can date lawyers yeah or he could just take off the lawyer and put my girls and just leave it and like you could just fill in the blank
0: whoever the next victim is
1: Five Eleven Roosevelt Highway in College Park, and sixteen hundred Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. Ask
0: for Donna. Sixteen hundred Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. You heard Donna there from nineteen and sixty two. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What year would that have been for Donna?
1: That'd be probably in the eighties.
0: You girls were in the same
1: eighties or nineties class, right?
0: Yep. Were there boys that would chase Donna around in high school because she was famous? Mm. Like follow her from from class to class and hold her books and
1: probably take her to
0: the ball game and things like that.
1: Probably. I mean, I don't think, you know, like she was so down to earth, like, and she was so sweet. Like we had some friends that like, um, like Heidi Lummis was one of them who was in a commercial before with her, like got to be a pumpkin or something. You know what I mean? Like right. she was really nice. Like, she
0: the spotlight. yeah,
1: she would. And, and that's just, and she just was so sweet. Donna was one of those people where she was just friends with everybody because she's just nice. And, and you know what, that's carried over into the way she does business today. Um, she's nice to people. You know, now she's a very savvy businesswoman. Um, I, I do think that people sometimes, and we've talked about this thing that, you know, because she just kind of inherited a business from her father that um, it, it's not like a real, I mean, it is a real business, but I mean, she, she runs this business. She knows where every penny goes and she knows where everything is on the floor and she knows ex- in the warehouse. Yep. And so she knows what she's doing. You know, it's-
0: you know, one of the reasons, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you know, one of the reasons she knows all that? because she does a lot of it in in by hand.
1: Yes. She it's very As opposed old to
0: inputting everything into a computer. And I've been up there before when when you know accountants and things like that are like Donna please for the love of god can you get quickbooks. Yeah. Because everything's done longhand or not everything, but a lot of things are done longhand. Yeah. And and that's that's, old-fashioned, but it's okay to be old-fashioned when you're running a locally-owned small business, I think, anyway.
1: Well, it is okay because, you know, back in, everybody says, I wish things were the way they used to be. Well, they're running things the way they used to be. You know, they're still treating customers like friends. They are selling to people whose parents and grandparents bought from them. They still, like I said, she does business with other companies that she knows if she tells you that the product's going to be there on this date, it's going to be there. You know, she sits sometimes in a delivery truck and delivers furniture. As you've said before, she loads things onto the truck. So that's the type of person that you want to do business with. Do not do business with big box people who get your name mixed up, who could possibly sell your social security number to millions of people in a data breach. I mean, you just don't need that kind of stuff. Use like the people who are in the community who do good things for your community and do business with them. That's what you want to do.
0: Guaranteed credit approval with a checking account and six months on the job. Minimum of six months checking account. You got it. Guaranteed credit approval. Gallery Furniture on Instagram. Great follow on Instagram. Post every day. Uh, new stuff, new arrivals, and things that you're going to find on the showroom floor. You find it on the showroom floor, hold, you know, load it up, take it home. Schedule delivery if you'd like, but take it home today when you find it. Gallery Furniture. Instagram at galleryfurniturega. Come and get your board. My second act of the podcast also brought to you by Fayetteville Ford. Fayette. A lot of trade ins. I was talking to Chris Chip with a GM today. As a matter of fact, they had nine. Move nine today. Nine vehicles today on a like a, a Tuesday. What does that mean? That means they got uh, a lot of people are, are, are finding out about Fable Four, but it also means the trade ins. If you move nine, chances are you got nine trade ins, right? I'm kind of
1: hearing too that like um the used car market's bouncing back a little bit. Yes. That there is yes. more inventory. So if you, maybe like if you looked in the past and you, um, do you like how I'm Bogarting your commercial? Go ahead. Um, if, you were, right, if you were one of those people in the past who was like, oh boy, like there's no used cars. There actually may be some. So you should kind of go, go see them because they may have some great like used F-150s and all that kind of good stuff.
0: Whether it's a brand new Ford or something from the pre-online at Fable Ford, you get the gift of a lifetime powertrain warranty. One of the trades today came from a Customer named Tyler Perry.
1: What? The Tyler Perry?
0: I cannot speak to that. Twenty fourteen. You, you just did. 2014 Dodge Challenger. 90,000 miles. They're going to put the lifetime powertrain warranty in the glove box and it can become yours. Got to move on. Lifetime powertrain warranty. Faithful4g8.com. Cadillac Jack, my second act. is also brought to you by T-Mobile. Free yourself from internet BS. Internet freedom. You get it with T-Mobile. Home internet. Reliable internet for 50 bucks a month. Guests of the My Second Act podcast, state properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management, the brand you know, depend on, and trust, like Marriott, Hilton, and Weston. Be Lucky. Lucky is Lucky to have a family like 42% of Americans who will travel with their pets this year on an active and scenic pet-friendly vacation. That's up nearly 20% following the pandemic. Atlanta's Paramount Hospitality Management loves that we are driving and flying with our four-legged friends more now than ever before. That's why Paramount's Home 2 Suites by Hilton, Town Play Suites by Marriott, and Hampton Inn by Hilton all welcome you and your furry friends with a non-refundable pet fee. So pack your pup suitcase with a favorite toy and some treats. Plan a pet staycation it's a great way to find incredible things to do with your pets even if you've lived here for a while let paramount help you plan a pet friendly vacation to pause up for paramount hospitality management we're lucky approved <laughs> it is time for our selections that will be added to the spotify hype song playlist for season three of the catalyte jack my second Act podcast there is a playlist on spotify for each season of the podcast we're in season three I pulled your clip but I have done it kind of differently. I've kind of uh, I've cut it a different way than I normally do. Mm-hmm. Because I love I think that the opening one of the opening lines in this song is one of the best lines of in a long time.
1: I love this song.
0: So I included the opening. Okay, let's do of your edition, is called I love you like I love country music. you going and done it to me Harder than a coochie got me like the first time I, I heard, heard Alan Jackson, Jackson chat a Yeah, Let's do this. Donna's going with Chain Brown this week for this episode.
1: I mean, it's just like a two-step and good time. This is country music. God, I love it. He name-checks everybody. Yeah, it's kind of like an ode to country Johnny music. And June. Johnny and June, that's one of the best lines. Um, you know who uh, produced that song?
0: I, I know who's producing the new album. I don't know who produced that song.
1: Dan Huff. Doesn't that sound like a Dan Huff? T- you know what I'm saying? It's kind yeah. of like that. Did
0: Faith Hill? I do mean, yeah. her music anyway. Her music. Yeah.
1: So, okay. All right. Well,
0: there was a time.
1: Okay. Anyway,
0: oh my. Okay. Here, 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 yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, the, the album though that's coming out in September, I've heard parts of it, most of it. If you are a traditionalist, if you're a traditionalist, country music, give it a listen. I encourage you to give it a listen. Maybe you know, be open minded. Maybe about it. It's it's different. It's different. It is. It is urban.
1: Yeah, but I think Thick, that urban. Right, but I think that people have said Reeks that of urban. Okay, I think that people have said that about his music in the past, and I think this he's... is
0: another level of reekness. Okay,
1: well, this song then is not going to fit on that it,
0: it, album. It doesn't, and that's that's actually what I flagged the first time I heard it is what What the hell is this song doing on there? Because that that is this is the black sheep of the entire album. Like I love country music, and I, I love this song. First time I heard it three months ago, four months ago, five months ago. So that's the that's the country music summer smash for 2022 and it kind of has been
1: and you know what here again when I've, I've heard this song so many times and i never connected that it was kane brown really no and i'm like oh my gosh i love this song this is a really good song so anyway even though you tried to take me and kane brown down I, not oh, not that, that, that rhymed. even though you tried to take me and kane brown down
0: there's your alt title if not title for the episode back at the home office
1: it ain't happening because i'm adding it to the spotify playlist okay what do you have
0: I've got a visit tomorrow. Is it that
1: picket to flick it to dick it lick it? No, lick it it's to that's Tuesday episode time. Okay, got Tuesday, it. Tuesday
0: Thursday upload date today. Got it. I have a visit with these guys tomorrow. They're playing concert for the Bear 92.5 Friday. See if you can uh, recognize it with just uh, three seconds here of the opening beat. Anything. Gimme, gimme, gimme
1: a redneck girl. That's
0: my girl, here we go. Howard and David the Bellamy brothers.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Love, Love Howard and David. That's this Red Friday? Girl likes to yeah. and truck. Give me a, give me, gimme girl
1: Okay, what are the details? People may want to go. Like they're listening on Thursday. So, so. Oh, okay.
0: These guys grew up in Florida. Hippies, okay? Children of the 60s, early 70s. Anytime I have seen Howard and David Bellamy in the past 27 years, and I've seen them a lot, when they see me, they they start shaking their finger. Here we go, here we go, because they want to visit, they want to reminisce, Donna, about their time in the early 70s when they lived in a home in Decatur. A suburb of Atlanta. They were here and they formed a band. What?
1: Where is this even go? This is they, crazy.
0: They, they formed a band and they called it Jericho, I think. And they didn't do all that well, and they gave up because it was a lot of work, and they moved back in with their mom and dad in Florida.
1: The Bellamy brothers, who wear the like flared jeans, yeah, And they still have the to long like, Barry Gibb hair. Yes. Okay.
0: Howard and David, the Bellamy Howard brothers. Howard and David. Okay. Uh, do not believe in deodorant. Never have. <sighs> Never have.
1: Well, it's a lot of aluminum. Maybe they're like they know.
0: Um, but they would, they, they knew they will, if they were to walk in to the studio right now, they could tell you the exact address of that home indicator because they did nothing, nothing. Maybe this is why the band Jericho didn't take off. They did nothing, but sit around all day and smoke dope all day long. And they loved it. And it's one of the
1: best They're older mi-
0: gents now. My God, they are. Yeah. Well, I mean, they started doing music in the seventies. I don't know that people understand the influence the bellamy brothers had on country music specifically
1: let your love flow yeah come oh on. my gosh i love that one seriously if i said you had a beautiful body
0: would you hold it against me
1: how did i not know they were coming i'd like to see them
0: well i'm not going i'm just doing the, the the interview tomorrow with them 10 number one hits 25 top 10 hits more than 50 hits on the country chart through the years for the bellamys they had the first paid gigs they had were doing frat parties at the university of florida
1: it appears they had a song in 2015 that was called "Boobs."
0: Didn't didn't chart. Didn't do well. Fans would show their boobs. Oh, I'm sure. Lady friends. Yeah. And so they they thought that that would happen, and so they wrote a song specifically about it, so that maybe it would spur some titties at the show. And turns mm, out nice. it did. But radio never really caught on. Never never really adopted and played uh, "Boobs" from the Bellamy's. But
1: will they hold "Let Your Love Flow" till the end?
0: They'll probably play about three times. Okay. In the beginning, do it as a mid. Uh-huh. And then a closer. And then a closer. Yeah. Okay. All but, right. I mean, they could do those, they could do four songs of theirs three different times and then be done. People wouldn't care. They'd be so stoned at a Bellamy Brothers concert. You wouldn't even know it. You'd be like, dude, didn't we already hear this one?
1: I don't know that people come to a, that age group. I don't know that they come to a Bellamy Brothers concert Donna, stoned.
0: Think Marty. Think people like that. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Yes, they're stoned Friday night at the Bellamy Brothers show.
1: Maybe Steely Dan. I just don't know the Bellamy brothers. Okay, I'll go with it.
0: When you fly Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline, explore over 250, where are we, 281, 281 episodes of the My Second Night podcast. When seated safely and comfortably, just engage the infotainment system. You can also explore all three seasons of the My Second Act hype song playlist on Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline. Imagine being at the Fox and Locke in Leapers Fork, Tennessee, which is outside of Franklin, which Franklin's outside of Nashville. Friday night, you're there with... Uh, your neighbors and your co-workers and you're having a pork sandwich and some tater tots and a beer, cold beer. And you're enjoying a Tom Petty cover band. And they launch into Stop Dragging My Heart Around. And suddenly from the corner of your Love eye, it. from the corner of your eye, you see someone stage jumping on a stage and you turn your head and it's none other than Carrie Underwood who jumps up on stage oh, not, to perform with a Tom Petty cover oh, band. Last night. Stop dragging that. Stop dragging that. Stop dragging that. Did you not shit your pants? Like the lead singer of this cover band probably did?
1: Well, at first I'd be like, is that Carrie Underwood? That girl looks just
0: like Carrie Underwood. People Magazine has picked up this story. Holy the, the The owners of the Fork and Tongue or the Fox and Lock in Nashville are getting so much press out of this. It's my understanding. They had no idea she was coming. That they didn't even recognize her. She was seated with family and friends. She was out just for Friday night with fun. Yeah, no kids. And uh, for whatever reason, because she was moved by the music, that's that's the reason Cadillac Jack. Well,
1: she's a rock and roll chick. She
0: is just that. And we've had this conversation many times on this podcast. Carrie Underwood is getting ready to break the uh, music model that is currently being used and has been used for decades, and that is you have to be an artist of. A certain genre of music—you have to be country, you have to be rock, or you have to be blues, or you have to be what? You have to be
1: uh, whatever. You have to be rap. Up, but but you were up. okay. But you were just saying this about Kane Brown, so that's what I'm saying. Like I,
0: you're right. I'm just saying. Be prepared. Be yeah. That was just a warning. It wasn't a. This is wrong. No, I, I embrace this. I, I listen. I, I I think that this should have happened a long time ago.
1: But you're right. Like if you heard that first single. You're going in thinking it's a super country, right, right? Yeah, I got. You it. want
0: to hear him talk about Alan Jackson, Chattahoochee, and Johnny and June? You know, there's no more of that on that album. Yeah, none, nothing close to it. As a matter of fact, stop dragging my heart around. God, that's it. crazy. Let's hear it again. just <laughs> I've seen the video. She is up there swaying back and forth like she did with Axel. A couple of shows she did with Gino.
1: But you know, as we've talked about, do you know what's going on in the front row? There's children everywhere. What are they doing?
0: I, I, looking at, I, I don't know.
1: Putting their little hands over their ears. You know, just like, Mama. Because she's, I mean, she she's loud. I love her. Yeah, she's loud. Yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe not so much when she covers rock and roll. Though,
1: maybe. Okay, breaking news. Yeah, what do you got? This, this just broke two hours ago.
0: Are, are Howard and David coming Friday night? Are they okay? Prepare
1: yourself. True Leave, the state's largest medical marijuana operator and country music legends, the Bellamy Brothers, are backing a proposed constitutional amendment that would allow recreational use of marijuana by people 21 or older. Yeah, well, I mean, In fact, I take it back, Kelly yeah, Jack. Thank you. There are going to be nothing.
0: But stoners at the but Bellamy Brothers. Right, we should go then. Let's go. I'll Good. talk to Howard David tomorrow, we'll, we'll get some All right. passes, and we'll be there.
1: I will wear my overalls.
0: Seriously, well, don't wear overalls. Why would you wear overalls?
1: I'm going to wear overalls without a shirt on underneath.
0: Them. We're not. We're not doing that either. You're not going to raise your top when they sing boobs either. Although Howard David would love that. Trust me. Got live music coming.
1: What a segue. To the green on Alpharetta.
0: Now well, I will not send this as part of the ear check. But let me tell you, this is
1: commercial. a perfect example. Like, the, okay, if you go see live music here in Alpharetta, there's a chance because we have our own stars that live in Alpharetta. Just in case you're wondering, like we have uh, the Backstreet Boy,
0: Backstreet Boy Brian Littrell.
1: Yes, we have a rogue member of um,
0: Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner who parks the bus at the home. That he meets the bus at the Home Depot That's on Wimbledon Parkway when that they go is out correct. on tour. Yeah.
1: Okay, who else do we have?
0: That's all I'm aware of this Mark moment. Wills? Uh, well, he's more—he's Woodstock Canton. Yeah. yeah,
1: okay. But just here and now, we have those two. And we have Maurice Day, who used to be-
0: uh, With the time. With
1: the time. Yes. And Prince. Oh,
0: wee, oh, wee, oh. So,
1: there is a good chance if you go see yeah, well, live let's music- Let's be
0: careful. Let's be careful about this. There's, but I don't someone know there's can chance. jump
1: up on stage.
0: It's not going to be a Carrie Underwood, though, like she did at the Lock and Key or the Fox and Lock in Nashville or yeah, Franklin. But,
1: but here's my point. You never know what's going to happen. It's true that. True when that. When you go out that. and enjoy- Live music with your friends and your family on a weekend.
0: Again, they were just having, dudes having, you know, they, they met the neighbors. Like, we would meet, uh, who are our friends? The only friends we have in the neighborhood? Um,
1: the Henrys? The then, Parkers? Well,
0: the Henrys. Got the Henrys. Um, the Who's? The
1: Parkers. The Parkers.
0: Yeah, you know, we meet Debbie and Sean like we have once in a while at uh, Jekyll Brewing or something. Yeah. You know, we're out having a beer and, and, and some pork barbecue sandwiches, and all of a sudden, Carrie would leaps up on the stage. You know? I mean, imagine. I guess it can happen. It can.
1: Anything can happen with live music.
0: Yes, Home by Dark is a concert series here in our hometown of Alpharetta that is absolutely free. And the concert series is named that way for a reason. Because you're guaranteed to be
1: Home by Dark. dark. Yeah.
0: The people that that make the music decisions here in Awesome Alpharetta, in concerts and things like that, there was a want for an earlier party, so to speak. All right. yeah. Yeah, last Friday, on the green, we had, uh, what was the rock band? The, Turnt or yes, the turn Yes, The Turn. Listen, they play late and loud, and that's fantastic. If you prefer an earlier show and you want to be home by dark, yeah. this concert series is just for you. You're guaranteed to be home by home by sunset
1: or maybe you want to maybe you want to yeah, go closer. to dinner afterwards you know just like you want to wrap it up you you don't want it go on like all night late into the night and listen after going to this huge concert last week at Morgan Wallen and sitting in traffic i'm just telling you trying to find a parking place you do start to worry about when you leave like how long am i going to be sitting in this parking lot It is so different to come and see music in like a local area because you don't have to worry about all of that. And here's the great part. If you live in Alpharetta where we are, then certainly you want to go take advantage of it. If you live in another city or you live in a state around us, it's time. It is more than time for you to come and visit us in Alpharetta and you can stay at one of our hotels. Go See the concert, and then head Take us to dinner. Take us to dinner. We'll
0: make the reservation. We're so much fun. You get out the card at the end when they bring the bill. Take us to dinner, and and we'll make the reservation. Yeah. You can book your own room at uh, AwesomeAlpharetta.com. Yes. Compare everything from uh, rates to availability to amenities to uh, anything that you would need and want to know before you book a room. You can get all that info at AwesomeAlpharetta.com.
1: And we are like professional good time Charlies. We
0: are that. Yes. We've been been that for, for a long time. We've been together 20 plus years. Yep. Okay, if there there are people that have said to us before, if I could rent you, and you can, by the way, we can talk about pricing no, for that. Absolutely, that's um, a different commercial. Right, right. But 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 if you if you would like to to uh, you know to buy us dinner at any of the restaurants, where do you want to go? Downtown. I, um, before the uh, home by dark well, series. Well,
1: right now I want to go to Fogan's and Lions.
0: What is the restaurant that we say we're going to go to? We never make it around. It's the uh, the Asian fusion restaurant. Right, it's kind of at the back, kind of tucked behind. Um, uh homes and uh
1: i've been there and i've had one of those little um they have like a little it's a bun it's a japanese bun bun. oh my gosh you will die over this bun it's incredible not gooey you don't want a gooey bun but it's just good i mean it's really good it's like the noodle slurpee place yes but so good yes
0: doesn't matter what kind of cuisine you're looking for you're going to find it within a uh, three 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 city blocks
1: and that is so true. I mean, we have like amazing like lapier seafood, great high end seafood. Then we have Jekyll Brewing, where you can sit up on the roof and enjoy a beer. The hot they, dog
0: joint, yes. Just, if you just want a hot dog, we have a restaurant that does nothing but hot dogs.
1: Yep. And then if you want like ice cream, like is there anything better than going mm-hmm. to Killwinds and spending like $400 on ice cream because you just like, you just got to have that and right. that yeah, and, and, and that caution, and that.
0: Well, I caution you about spending $400 on ice cream. That seems yeah, a you little just, bit excessive. It but.
1: doesn't matter. You just keep going. And then if you've heard of Bar Rescue, we've got Jake Taffer's place right across the street. Taffer's, we've got Up on the Roof, which Everybody's raving about. You get to sit up and see this amazing view and have they have amazing appetizers and food. And again, we just got it all going on. We've got live music. We've got great places to stay. We never talk, you know, the shopping down there, incredible downtown alpharetta
0: And free parking, two huge city owned parking garages. The best within two, three city blocks of where you're gonna be eating and dancing and enjoying music and shopping anyway. So park for free, right? And we're safe. And we're fun. Yes, we're all of this. Fun. Everybody, Alphabet is fun. Yeah. fun people all right home by dark brook street park which is right behind city hall bring your blankets bring your chairs august the 13th that's saturday night
1: you got two days to prepare
0: what is it with your microphone
1: i, I have my glasses
0: saturday night 7 30 to uh 9 30 i think they're you know that's that's a little after dark i think the janet rogers is booking in some uh some back-end time there um mm-hmm. but uh we'll, we'll get you home soon dark as well. sooner yeah. than later yeah it's the home by dark sooner than later concert series yeah East, Lawn, Behind, City Hall, awesomealpharetta.com. Play a while, stay a while, and find your awesome, awesomealpharetta.com. Pop Pete for this episode of uh, the podcast, Miss Cantrell responded to the letter. I ran across Joanna Cotton's solo album not long after it came out and thought it should have been bigger than High Maintenance is uh, one of her picks from the album. Also, by the way, I thought this is great. Also, by the way, BTW, Utah's Mormons, not Amish. Tomato, tomato, shrug. Now see, Donna, if you read the letter, you would know exactly what she's referring to.
1: I'd have to receive it first. Since but I don't. do I have another follow-up. I followed you up on the Bellamy Brothers. I'm trying to always follow up on these things that we leave you hanging on, and I know you're hanging. Um, just so you know, Kelly like Jack, mm-hmm. it's true. Owls can sit crisscross applesauce. No, it's not. It, okay, stop. They can also do many other things like wink, steal toys, and and I just I just sent this again. I mean, this is the, an even better picture of this oh, that's owl. It's photoshopped. I could create okay. that. It's no, it's not. And I just sent this again.
0: Who would know? Somebody with the DNR?
1: Yeah.
0: Next episode, A I'm going to Okay, from my, I'm going to call the uh
1: Nature Center. Nature
0: Center down on uh, Willio.
1: Yeah, and I just sent this little picture of this owl and I said let's I stop. T- stop.
0: To me? Listen. No, nope.
1: I didn't include I'm, you. I'm
0: done. I'm full. My memory's gone.
1: Okay, I sent it to the girls. I can't with this owl. Nothing.
0: Nothing. Yeah, yeah but, but again,
1: who could open that little picture with his little little paws? People that cross. aren't interested.
0: People that, don't care. People that y'all,
1: don't care. Y'all have cold hearts.
0: Audio for this episode from Kane Brown and RCA Records. The Bellamy Brothers and Warner Brothers Records. Livvy Newton-John and EMI Records. Skip that. We didn't do that. We didn't do that. Dick Clark Productions and the Academy of Country Music Scores from 1974. And we skipped that. We didn't have time for that. We didn't have time for that. All right. All right. Do you, you know me.
1: what the owl says? Hoot, hoot. All I'm right. giving you the All boot, right. boot.
0: All right. I'm sorry, Hans and Carl. Our thanks to executive producers Hans Appen and Carl Appen, Team Appen Brothers. The letter is calling like the Bellamy Brothers. E newsletter. Uh, uh, you know what? Let's uh, production assistant Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios in Atlanta. What else we got? We got nothing. we done. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack. My second act. We'll do better next time. I promise. Uh, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Have a great day. Bye.